And welcome back to another episode of the Guitar. It's me, your boy, Lai. It's me, Joe. And we got our old buddy, Ben Daniel, back. What's up, bud? Hey, what's up? I'm back again. Yeah, we're here to talk about the results of the Game Awards. So we're not going to go over all of the results, but we will be going to the ones we talked about or, uh, in the past. Joe wasn't here for that, but he, he gave us two points, so it's fine. Uh, but we will be also going over some reveals about uh, from the Game Awards. Uh, not Again, not all of them, because there was a couple, and then... We don't know if we can talk about most of those, but obviously we're going to be talking about uh, one being Sega announcing five different games at nice. once. And uh, I'm just glad I'm, I'm getting crazy taxi back. Uh, dude, all those series I love from Sega, and I was always hoping that uh, they would eventually come back. So not only are we getting crazy taxi back, uh, Jet Set Radio is coming back. We're Jet Set Radio! <laughs> yeah, you get it. You get it. Uh, let's see, Golden Axe. Uh, what was the other one? Uh, Streets of Rage. Yeah, and Shinobi. Yeah, oh, it's Shinobi. That's right. I don't even remember Shinobi. To be honest, I don't. It's it's one of the older ones too, so I don't blame oh, you. Okay. Yeah, and it's cool. it, it, I want to say it's kind of like Sega's take on what uh, their game would be if they were doing their own Strider. But yeah, okay. so so it's kind of cool that just like in the Strider uh, reboot, um, it looks very similar as well. Look, what well, uh, well, might be a, another Metroidvania style game nice uh i know joe you were just shocked to see that they were doing a uh a, a Jurassic park game well i mean the stick to stega more uh kind of surprised no virtual fighter announcement but then again i feel like that has to come out at some point right did it mention more uh let's see aside from that i don't think so um i i was quite curious as well because i thought we were getting a, a, a virtual fighter 6 uh reveal but uh if I remember correctly, I think I don't even know if this was an official source or not, but there's been uh, talks about how they were going to reintroduce Virtual Fighter with a sixth entry. Because uh, unlike you know Street Fighter or uh, or even Tekken uh, that uh, that heavily influenced uh, the uh, the series, uh, it it's probably the most realistic because uh, you know you got the rage meter and all that kind of stuff, and you got double gin and all the other weird uh, you know crazy paranormal stuff in there uh, as well but with virtual fighter is mostly rooted in realism so just look just looking at the way how I, they can i, I read know. i read that thing too it was on i saw it on twitter yeah um i and i'm like yeah no do that because like this is the the time where you especially with fighting games you want to kind of make yourself sort of like known like this is the this is the more colorful era i would yeah. say yeah, so like they're just trying to figure out a way how to reintroduce Virtual Fighter in a way where it can still bring out attention while just, you know not straying away from what it is. Yeah, uh, so yeah, no, so I can totally see them making more Virtual Fighter, not now but future wise, really. Yeah. So I mean, that's we'll see. I mean, Crazy Taxi is just I'm I'm hyped for that because I grew up playing that game. So <laughs> hey, more Sega. So matters, right? I mean, I'm very excited for Crazy Taxi. I uh, mm-hmm. love the series. Uh, can't wait for BD Joe, Axel, and the rest of the guys to come back. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, dude, we got to talk about OD. OD, that's right. So oh, uh, That came out of nowhere. <laughs> I, I've been waiting for that. Uh, well, not the game itself, because we didn't know anything about it. But um, I've been waiting for a horror game from Kojima for a while now, because... You know, long story short, he was going to make a Silent Hills game that mm-hmm. didn't pan out well because it's a beef with Konami or anything like that. Um, and then he went off to, uh, to form his own independent studio to uh, create Death Stranding. Then uh, I think a year or two later after that, um, 
he came out announcing that he is making a game for Microsoft for the Xbox, and that's what it came out to be. I'll OD. It's funny because like, and uh, what I you guys remind me, but wasn't he supposed to make that uh, PT game? Well, Silent Hill game, which sort of really was with Guillermo del Toro. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, and that's what kind of infuriated me too. Because like Guillermo del Toro has a long history of trying to make a horror game for a long time. I think with uh, THQ, uh, I think his game was, was supposed to be called Insane. And uh, maybe I'd like two more other uh, tries as well, trying to make a horror game. Mm-hmm. But um, they didn't pan out. And then uh, the cancellation of Silent Hills was the one uh, that broke uh, Del Toro. And he did, he said he wasn't going to try to make another uh, game for maybe ever or for a long while. So that, Yeah, that's what it was. So that kind of hurt uh, to, to hear from him say that. But uh, we that another thing is that... Uh, Jordan Peele will be involved uh, with the creation of OD, so this will be really interesting to see. Yeah, no, that 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 is a crazy one. I mean, it's it's crazy that it's gonna be on Xbox because like everyone, everyone I hear is being like, "What?" And I'm like, yeah, it's well, Kojima isn't solely a PlayStation guys. He can jump onto anything else. Right, like that's the whole point of his studio. It's supposed to be independent, and he even says he wants to branch out outside of games too, like anime or movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's Kojima for you. Yeah. Um, what other, one more game to talk about before we go into the cameras? Uh, I know the Jurassic Park survival horror game. That, that, yeah. that, I mean, that interests me. I mean, we didn't really get to see, like, you know, like a little bit of gameplay, but yeah. I mean, it's you know, like Jurassic teaser, Park yeah. horror makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. More horror games. Uh, okay. Let's throw that one in there because we all know we got to talk about it. Blade. <laughs> we don't oh, have Blade. That, have no that was a very those. welcome surprise. We have no idea what it's going what it's going to be about, but we all know that it's Blade and it's made by Bethesda, which probably will be Xbox slash PC exclusive only. Yeah, yeah the guys uh, that made a, uh... I believe the guys behind Deathloop, uh, Arkane yes. Studios, is working on it. Oh fuck, Deathloop was good apparently. Was it? I've heard. I never played it. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's it's one of those things where everyone's excited, and I'm looking forward to it because like, okay, more more superhero character games because right now it's only just Spider Man. Uh, the Suicide Squad because Avengers uh bombed, right? Well, I mean, it's gonna be dead, it's it, it's been dead. dead. Uh, it's all offline now. I mean, I think you can still play online with friends, but they made everything free, so all the stuff you have to like grind for is now like available to you. Oh, nice. Um, I know Midnight Suns is technically good, but no one really talks about it anymore. Like, I heard it didn't do well sales wise, but it is a like a hidden gem. Like, it, I heard nothing but good things about it. Um, back to the Square Enix side, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. I still think it's heavily underrated. Mm-hmm. Um, and I blame the Avengers for that. It it is a great game. It, the story's great, and I really recommend people to uh to go out and try that one. Yeah, because DC only has right now. Um, we're just gonna be an Injustice game. We all know that. Edwin would not disappoint us with that. Yeah. And then we have the Suicide Squad game, and uh, Arkham games are back. I mean, Gotham Knights, right? Technically, Knights, but that one kind of died too. Like, I'm not sure about that one. Uh, was it the same people that did uh Arkham Origins, the, the Gotham Knights? I don't know, maybe that uh, just I just know that 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 game came out at a really awkward time because it came out around the same time as that CW show, and everyone don't know nobody want to talk about that CW show. What CW show exactly? <laughs> exactly. I also I feel like you guys are forgetting uh Insomniac's Wolverine game that's supposed to come out. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's true. Like, uh, I believe that's their next project right now. Not that they finished Spider Man 2, unless they're working on some DLC for it. I'll probably give it to a separate team to do the DLC. 
let's see, are, I'm not sure if they're big enough uh, to do like uh, two separate teams, but uh, it wouldn't surprise me if they can. Yeah. So, anyways, let's get started with some of these uh, nominations that we talked about. We might be a little off because I can't remember exactly most of the nominations we had. Uh, but we'll start off with the innovation and accessibility recognition of software and hardware that publishes the medium forward that pushes the medium forward by adding features and technology and content to help the games be played by enjoyed by an even wider audience. So this wasn't part of the mainstream, but it was one of those uh prep ones, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. one of the one of the various uh, yeah. awards they sort of announced in rapid fire. Yeah, because it was a Diablo Four, Forza, Forza Motorsports, High Five Rush. Marvel Spider-Man 2, Mortal Kombat 1, and Street Fighter 6. And the winner for this category was Forza Motorsports. And I'm going to have to give it to them because I don't know what the fuck Motorsports did. Yeah, uh, I haven't tried it myself either, so I'm not sure exactly what they've done. But uh, I'm sure whatever it is, they've done a great job with it. Oh, yeah, it's it, they did their job. That's the no, most yeah, I mean, like, uh, I mean, I love games a lot, and I would love it if we were able to make a way for, like, everybody to try out games to, so, like, interesting as yeah well. yeah like, try to get rid of those barriers so uh whatever they've done uh great job to the team mm-hmm. no i agree you got anything to add on this uh i mean yeah it's a racing game it's a motorsport always you know pretty well liked you mm-hmm. know it's you know uh i mean if they're able to pull off you know various accessibility uh stuff then yeah more power to them you know it's always yeah. nice to see Okay, here's one that we know we talked about. Uh, the best esports event. It's uh, the description is very, you know, um, self-explanatory. Um, an event that across uh, delivered the best of a class experience for participation and the broadcast audience. We had the League of Legends World Championship, Blast TV Paris Major 2023, Evo 2023, the International Dota 2 Championship 2023, and the Valorant Champion 2023. And to uh, the dismay of all three of us, because as people who attended this, uh, 2023 League of Legends World Championship won. Yeah. Uh, don't really know what to say to that. Uh, like, like, I don't keep up with the, the competitive scene for any of those games. Yeah. Uh, all I can say is I think from what most people uh, that, that usually go to EVO often, uh, they say this was the, the best EVO they've been to in a while. So that's all the information I can really go go off I mean, of, off from. It's funny because if, if if you hear if you go back to the announce the announcement of this category, people you hear people going, "Ooh!" <laughs> when twenty two and evil was mentioned, so I was like, really? "Oh shit, maybe they won." No, 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 they didn't. I I listen. If I was on the last episode about the game awards, I probably would have been picking either League or Dota because, quite frankly uh those have yeah. like you know wider audience than evo even though evo is pretty legit you know yeah uh, but eh, yeah i yeah, mean he's not wrong he's not wrong. i mean you're not wrong either it's just that you know like we thought we have like a, a bit of a better chance because like the the fgc it's slowly starting to get bigger to where it's becoming like to the same level as the, the others maybe give it a give it next year when yeah. uh, they add more people uh, so the next category we have here, best adaptation, the recognized outstanding creative work, faithfully and uh, authentically adapts a video game and other entertainment media. So, you know, self-explanatory best adaptation in film or television, we have Castlevania Nocturne, Gran Turismo, The Last of Us, Super Mario Brothers movie, and Twisted Metal. I completely forgot the Gran Turismo movie came out. I, I totally <laughs> forgot that was a thing, to be honest. Really? I'm, well, I totally forgot. I mean, you, you, you thought it was a joke. I, I mean, I, I I thought I did. I was. <laughs> you know, I thought they were joshing me, man. No, that's I wrong. Mean, no, like, it's real. It's the story about how uh, an ordinary gamer becomes, like, a, an actual uh, racing athlete. 
And but does that, but does that technically count as an adaptation of a video game though? Because it's based on a real life story, but just has a video game being sort of the main plot device, right? Uh, you could argue that, but it's also a thing where like PlayStation, they were actually trying to uh, take people that were really great at ter- uh, Gran Turismo and ter- and prove that they could actually become actual racers by uh, I mean, learning how to play and slowly gradually, really fast. you know, doing with the real thing. But uh, but yeah, like uh, you could argue that if it if it's actually an adaptation or not. But yeah. uh, but yeah, it, like uh, Last of Us <laughs> wins, and it's pretty obvious to see why. No, yeah, and we all know the Last of Us won. That was a, that was a no brainer because Last of Us was a, that show that um kind of just hit everyone, just not just like the hardcore gamers, but also the, the casuals. So that one to me was not a surprise that it won. Oh yeah, like I I know some people they're not into gaming and they were be talking about the Last of Us and how great it is. Yeah, and it's just like adapting the cutscenes. <laughs> yeah. Every day I wake up at night re- realizing that the Last of Us did a better job than the Halo show, and that will you know. Hey, come on, man, keep your chin up. There's always next year. <laughs> There's always season two. Well, yeah, season two is gonna come out next year. Oh boy, I can't, I I can't wait. I can't wait. Who knows? It could be like an adaptation of Halo 5. People like that, right? Yeah, we're going to end it there because like you're going to get a hair Well, not a rant, but more like no, a disappointment. Bring out the rum and coke. I need, I need, a, I need a drink. Like, yeah, I'm just joking here. Like, I hope it gets better because uh, uh, Halo fans, they do deserve better. I mean, Halo Infinite's getting better, thankfully. But, you know, hopefully the show... But, I'm surprised that wasn't a nomination for one of those uh, uh, best ongoing games. Yeah. yeah, you know what? I'm surprised too. This Cause, is because maybe next sal- year they're salvaging the fuck out of that game. No, uh, yeah, because I honestly would have put them in the category for uh, uh, best community support over uh, Destiny too. Oh yeah, no, you're right, you're right. Because considering what's been happening with Bungie, all shit. the layoffs and stuff, man, that's and those people who are still who are upset that they didn't even mention it in the game awards, which understandable. Yeah, you're right. We should have at least acknowledged that. I'm not denying that at all. All right. So, what's the next category? Uh, the most anticipated game. And so, again, uh, most of the ones we chose are pretty much self-explanatory because we try to save up time on on speaking. <laughs> so we got Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, Hades Two, Like and Dragon Infinite Wealth, Tekken Eight, and Star Wars Outlaws. Uh, to no surprise, there uh, the winner for that one was Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, which comes out next month or just February. Uh, uh, February 29th. Yeah, uh, yeah. The Damn, special day February. February has like Tekken Eight, yeah, Undernight, Persona like, Three Reload. No, like yeah, it, it's a it's very busy next year. Like uh, Tekken Eight, Like a Dragon, uh, the Undernight sequel, uh, Apollo Justice Ace Attorney trilogy, Persona Three Reload. <laughs> I need to play yeah. the rest of them. I'm kind of a little bit nervous for uh, Suicide Squad now for them because uh, oh, that's a lot. As news that came out of that, yeah. So I mean, like, I'm I'm not surprised. I mean, Final Seven, it's come, it's the actual sequel to the rebirth remake. So, yeah. and remake left a lot of people just like wanting more, and especially that teaser, especially the presentation they gave it with that singer. Oh um, yeah. So yeah, no, they're 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 putting their work in <laughs> to to get this game out and like hyping it up because Jesus, it, they they teased Aerith's death. Spoiler alert! If you know about this game forever, or will she die? I mean, it's like what Blaze Blue said: you can't escape from crossing fate. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! Uh, but no, yeah, um, it's a game that uh, we're all like looking for. Like, no, that doesn't discourage any of these games. I, I, I voted for Tekken Eight. That's because like I'm gonna go for the underdog. 
Yeah, um, and then uh, I said last time that I was uh, more excited for Like a Dragon Infinite Wells because uh, Infinite. lots of things are going on with the game. Uh, I love the RPG aspects of it and what they're doing. And um, the story, it's probably going to be the most gripping story uh, yet uh, for the franchise. Mm-hmm. So not the next category, we have uh, the best fighting game. Um, we have a God of Rock, Mortal Kombat 1, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl 2, Pocket Bravery, and Street Fighter 6. Okay, to, to no one's surprise. Actually, I just say this. A lot of people thought MK1 was going to take it because of how strong the casual uh, scene for it is. I mean, which uh, I kind of no. get. Yeah. Because uh, Mortal Kombat, out of even Street Fighter as well, like has the, the biggest presence for fighting games out of everyone. And you could definitely tell too, because like, out of all, uh, I think the only other fighting game I can compare it uh, budget wise as well is probably Smash Brothers. And that's why Mortal Kombat just looks amazing with each game as well. And being able to have all those crossover characters too, uh, right now with Omni Man or a Homelander and Peacemaker. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. I mean, I mean, like we said it before uh, when we we're talking about fighting games, like Street Fighter Six is the one that really revolutionized. Not only does it have like good netco, it's got good online play, it's got lots of stuff for casuals. It's yeah, just doing everything play, right. Everything. It's doing everything right. So it's only it's it was no surprise that it won that category. Yeah, and, like, and like we mentioned as well, we love MK1. We like the the combat in the game and everything. It's just that uh, there's some things that need to iron out over time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the game. A lot of people have a bit of issues with both games. I feel, but I'm hearing more vocal from MK1 than I do Street Fighter Six right now. Really? Because like I I even hear like Sonic Fox says that uh, Street Fighter Six deserve, deserves it more than uh, MK1. I mean, yeah, but Sonic Fox is gonna be Sonic Fox. He's gonna he's more of an MK player. But, to be fair. Like that's what I'm saying. He's more of an MK player, so he was more supportive of Street Fighter Six uh, winning uh, game fighting game of the year than MK One. Fair, okay, that's true. Yeah, I'll give. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, you guys, music? I mean, uh, I feel like I think I agree with you guys. You know, I think at the end of the day, Street Fighter Six. I think, especially compared to the launch of Street Fighter Five, mm-hmm. you know, comparing it to Street Fighter Six, it's like it feels like a way more complete package package than the last one. If like Capcom definitely innovated with Street Fighter in a lot of ways with it right like you know the uh, world tour mode you know obviously all the uh, stuff with just the gameplay itself you know just a lot of commitment for Capcom to just like really truly go all right let's go more let's go further beyond uh, with what we want with Capcom and uh, Mortal Kombat like we said it's it's very good Uh, but it just feels more like it's kind of expected right it feels like mm. we pretty much got like what we kind of expect from a mortal Kombat game even just a little bit more di- uh, different mechanics in, in gameplay and like no more longer no, no more variation stuff which is nice um but you know at the end of the day it's like which one has improved its franchise mm. forward and has probably gotten more fans because of it three five or six i think yep he's in general <laughs> All right, let's head out to the, the. We're down to two more categories to talk about. Uh, best game direction awarded to the for outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction and design. We have Alan Wake two, uh, Baldur's Gate three, Spider Man two, Super Mario Brothers Wonder, and Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Um, and the winner for that was Alan Wake. I was actually surprised by that because I would figure uh, the way Baldur's Gate was promoted, uh, being able to do a lot of stuff meant that it would win i mean yeah same here that one got me off by uh by surprise because i i didn't know if it was either going to go to Baldur's gate or zelda 
but uh i'll wait to uh want it uh haven't played it yet i still want to play the first one before i jump into the second and um i just know that uh people love it a lot uh they, they love the horror elements and everything uh i know there's a musical bit uh that people like you know were off uh, cut off guard from uh from that but they love that a uh, uh, little bit as well so uh yeah i can't say for sure uh you know because i haven't played it myself but you know you know i'm, I'm fine with this like it's alan wake too people wanted it and they loved it yeah you, anything for you um i haven't seen much of alan wake gameplay uh but just knowing and understanding you know sort of the other games uh in it i'm just gonna be like yeah, you know, um, if you're able to, I guess, if your whole goal is to improve on your horror elements and stuff like that, I'm pretty sure winning best game direction means you did a pretty good job of making a horror game. And that's, that's I guess that is a tough one to make people scared. But yeah, you know, um, <laughs> I actually am very surprised too about Spider-Man 2 not winning that one. Yeah, like, I actually, if anything, not to spoil anything uh, for the, like the last one, uh, Spider-Man Two not winning anything is just kind of one of those. Well, that's interesting, I, but I guess the 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 whole lineup was kind of stacked against them. I guess. Yeah, like I love like, Spider-Man Two. I love the like, game. Spider-Man Two is a great game, and like I hundred percent of it, got the platinum trophy for it, and everything. It's just that uh, the competition was very fierce uh, this year. I mean, with Alan Wake, uh, Zelda, uh, Resident Evil. Surprisingly, I'm I'm still surprised that Mario got in there. I mean, I love Mario Wonder. It's a fantastic game. It just it was the last game I kind of expected to make it to a uh, game of the year, uh, for the as a nominee. No, yeah, I'm I'm on the same boat. Like I I I was surprised about it, but like you know what? If if you if you did a good job, you you won it for a reason, right? There's no taking that away from you. Yeah. All right, the last category, and uh, with that, be probably the end of the episode. Uh, the game of the year, recognized for the game that delivers the absolute best experience across all creative and technical fields. We have Alan Wake Two, Baldur's Gate Three, Marvel Spider-Man Two, Resident Evil Four, Super Mario Brothers Wonder, and The Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. And the winner, I think we all agreed it at the time when we were recording it, was Baldur's Gate Three, and it is Baldur's Gate Three. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, that game did us so fucking much. Like, like. I think it, you, you, when I was talking about January last time, we were saying I was saying that um, it did so much that it kind of ended up hurting the the JRPG games, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, like, I still need I still need to play it. Uh, it's been on PlayStation for a while. I need to get that. I know it just dropped on the Xbox, but um, yeah, like, uh, I'm still amazed by some of the crazy things you can do. Uh, like, I can I could go on and on, but if you already uh you know watched the last episode, then um you know you don't want to hear it again, but. When I say you can do anything, you can do literally anything. Like the, the level of freedom that it gives you, the player, is insane. So, so yeah, like it definitely deserves uh, to win a game of the year. Enjoy your anything to say? Um, yeah, no, just from uh, clips I've seen of it as well. Um, it is kind of one of those. Like I think what makes it such a interesting game is just that player freedom. Like it truly. Because, you know, that's in the end of the day, that's what a lot of people like about games is that you have control and you can do whatever you want in, in, in certain games and stuff. And, you know, uh, a lot of people have fun, like, just trying to break a game. So you, like, you know, like, push, like, the, the limits of the game boundaries and stuff. Like, what can't I do? All right. Like, what? 
how can I mess up the game to make it do whatever I want, you know? And uh, the fact that Baldur's Gate 3 lets you do just all kinds of wacky shenanigans in it is, uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Cool. Um, and in the face of all the other games, yeah, I mean, uh, all the other games are great. Marvel Spider-Man 2, uh, like we said, great. Uh, Legend of Zelda, always great you experience. You make a giant robot in that game. Yeah, I mean, like, it's kind of crazy. I feel like if I was on the episode, I would have been making a strong intention for Zelda. But I also will acknowledge that, yeah, Baldur's Gate 3 probably deserves it a lot because, you know, it's it's kind of one of those, like, it feels like a complete game, which is very refreshing in an era where a lot of games sort of have to have day one patches and, like, sometimes some things aren't working well at all, so... You know, you gotta give props to a team behind that. Yeah, there's there's nothing really much to say in the fact that like this is the game that really just set a new standard and the standard that granted, I'm not saying that all you know I, I do want all games to be like that, yes. But the level of extent to it, eh, maybe not, but within reason, my guys, within reason. Uh but yeah, no, it, it's it's nice to see a game that is like just out the open, just done, finished. No patches. Yeah. Thank God. Like even Cyberpunk had patches. And it only took until recently there where people are like, yeah, it's a good game now. <laughs> so it's it's it sucks for Spider-Man because I didn't win the thing. And I, I really wanted to win at least one game. One game. One game. One game. Yeah, one, that's, I thought it was a price too, because usually Sony wins at least one award and it hasn't. Nintendo and Xbox has, but uh Sony uh they ain't win anything this year. Hey, but you know what? We got more Xbox games coming out, and we got more uh, Sony games coming out. Like twenty twenty three is a, has been a great year for gaming. Twenty twenty four looks like it's going to be even a greater year. Mm-hmm. Twenty twenty five is going to be crazy. I mean, yeah, like the beginning of the year is already is already going to be uh, crazy, man. Yeah, I just can't wait. Gonna, we're, we're we're in a good time for gaming. Yep. Um, but I think that's about it for this year's Game Awards uh, nomination conversation. Um, if you enjoy what you heard, be sure to follow us on all social media: Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, we're most active on Instagram, where you find a link to all podcasts. That's where we're pushing part of, like our podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Pandora, all the like, and a link to the YouTube where you can put a face to the voice for all your other listeners out there. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe, and all the good stuff. And we do have a Patreon for any form of support. And yeah, that's this year's Game Awards. It's been me, your boy, Eli. Me, Joe. This is your boy, Daniel. And, right, and you guys have a good one. We'll see you for the next year's Game Awards. And maybe Spider-Man will something. Yeah. So- <laughs> Oh, and Pizza Tower, you may not have won uh, indie debut uh, for this year, but just keep in mind, you are my uh, indie game of the year in my heart. And that's how to go about it. All right, you guys, have a good one. Peace.